Good evening. I'd like to welcome everyone to our first uh, Christmas Eve worship today. It's going to be aimed a lot at the children, but you would also hopefully get something out of it as well. I hope that you remembered to bring a candle in when you came into the worship gathering place, the the sanctuary, that's what it's called, uh, on your way in. If you didn't, we can get you a candle uh, for the end of our worship today where we'll be singing Silent Night and uh, passing the light of Christ to each other. And once again, if you are going to sing, we request that you uh, wear a mask during your singing. We're thrilled that you're here worshiping with us. Let's now prepare our hearts to worship the living God.
Please join me in our call to worship. O oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to praised. He is to be revered above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Come, let us worship the newborn king. Please stand and if masked, sing, join in singing hymn number 133, O Come All Ye Faithful.
may be seated. On the eve of our, ad, er, of our Christmas celebration, Jesus' day of birth, we light all the candles of the Advent wreath. First, we light the candle of hope, because Jesus is our hope. Second, we light the candle of peace, because Jesus is our Prince of Peace. Third, we light the candle of joy because Jesus brings joy continuously to his creation. Fourth, we light the candle for love because Jesus is love and the Christ is the only way we ourselves know how to love. Finally, we light the center candle. This is the Christ candle. Jesus is born. Jesus has come. Jesus is our salvation. Here are these words from the Gospel of John. The true light which enlightens everyone has come into the world. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John chapter 1, verses 9 and 14. This Christmas season, may we be challenged to see the light of Christ in us. And may we take the light of Christ to the world around us. Let us pray. Great God of love and light, we thank you now for the light of that special star over 2,000 years ago that guided humble shepherds and learned wise men to the holy babe. Lead us now by the light of your love, that we may also follow you to new life in him. In celebration of the birthday of our King and our Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray these things. Amen.
Now may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. And also with you. Please join me in our call to confession. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, let us corporately confess our sins to God. Lord of Christmas peace, we have done wrong. We have tarnished the gift you gave freely. We have not followed Christ. We have ignored your teachings. We have lived lives of apathy against your love. We have built fences and fortresses to push people away. And we have silenced the screams of those in need. Forgive us, we pray. Free us from our sin. Free us to a be lived in our gifts of hope, peace, joy, and love through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Friends, hear the good news. Who is in a position to condemn us? Only Christ. Yet we know that Christ came for us, He lived with us, He died for us. He rose again to a new life for us and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, where the Apostle Paul reminds us that He prays for us. We know that God was coming into this world to set us free from sin, to separate us from our old life, and to give us a new life. So know that you have been forgiven and be at peace. And pray also for me, a sinner. Amen. be seated. Our Old Testament lesson this evening comes from Isaiah chapter 9 verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in dark darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and his name, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace." His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God.
You may be seated, and at this time I invite the children forward for a children's sermon. Okay, today I'm going to read you one of my favorite stories. Actually, I think you probably already know the story, but I'm going to read you my favorite part of the story for our Christmas story, okay? Does that sound like a good idea? Okay. We're almost there. This is called The Shepherds. Late one night, one quiet night, some shepherds sat by the flickering light when all of a sudden, what happens? Do you know? They saw something bright. What is it, they cried, as they tried to hide, for it gave them such a terrible fright. What do you think it could be? Do we know? Maybe it is an angel. But then they heard an angel say, Don't be afraid, for on this day a baby was born on a bed of hay. And even though he is so small, this baby is the king of all. The shepherds heard a wonderful sound. Angels were singing all around. Glory to God. They sang and then peace on earth. Goodwill to men. At last the baby they found and where the baby lay fast asleep upon the hay. Now, you know why that's my favorite part of the Christmas story? Because the shepherds were people that nobody ever expected angels to come give a great message. That Jesus was born and he was the king of the earth, the prince of peace, mighty God, wonderful counselor. He was an amazing thing that happened and the shepherds were the first ones to hear that story. And the angels came to them in a great and almost magical way. And so I have a present for you tonight that I want you to hang on your tree, okay? It's an angel, and that angel is going to come to your house and tell you how God wants you to tell the world about the baby Jesus, okay? So we're going to pray, and we're going to thank God for sending angels, and we're going to thank God for sending a message to the shepherds that nobody thought would ever hear a message about God, okay? Let's pray. Dear God, God, you you rock, and we love you. And we're so glad you sent the angels to the stinky shepherds so many years ago. Thank you, Lord, that the shepherds listened to the angels and told the good news of Jesus the King. Help us to do the same. We love you. Amen. Okay, go sit down. This time we're going to have a little bit of a Christmas medley, so I invite you to stand as you are able and uh, sing a few Christmas carols.
Oh my goodness, where is he? Why is he running late? Gabriel is never late. Oh, hey, hey, uh, I'm here. I've been called up to the big leagues. I'm here to meet with the big guy. Yes, he's in. The Almighty God is in. But okay. he's extremely busy and is only accepting appointments that were made two millennia ago. Well, I understand that. But like I said, I've been called in to do some work tonight. I'm the replacement. I'm filling in for Gabriel. That's why Gabriel's not here. He's lost his voice. What? That cannot be. How does an angel lose its voice? Is this a riddle that I have to figure out to see the big guy? Because I've not finished all my classes in angel anthropology and stuff like that. I'm not sure how the biological stuff works. And I'm not part of the heavenly host choir either. So I really don't know anything about the throat. I just know that I'm Gabriel's replacement Harker. That's all I know. Oh, this is a disaster of celestial proportions. Tonight's assignment is the biggest angelic proclamation ever assigned. What kind of experience do you have? Have you even ever been down there before? Do you know all the proper protocol? Listen, yes, I know what's going on. I've been down there. I mean, mostly I've just been like hiding in a corner watching Gabriel do a lot of work. But I was there when he told Mary this deal about, you know, becoming God's mother on earth. It was it was really like beautiful. Like she cried. I cried. It was like one of the most amazing things ever. Some people may say it could be called the Magnificat. That's what it could be called. Well, since you're the only one here, yep. I guess that you'll have to do. Okay, so great. So am I going to see the kings, the pharaohs, the Caesars? Like, I'm ready. I've got this, like, great band, like, to play entry music for me. You may have heard them practicing. They're called Angelica. They're amazing. No, no, Angelica. The world isn't ready for all that crazy electronic music that sounds like metal scraping. Should be called Metallica because there's nothing angelic about it. Metallica? I'm going to have to keep that in my back pocket. We might be able to use that in a couple centuries. Anyway, where are you sending me? Well, I'm not sending you anywhere, but the Lord has said you're going to meet some shepherds who are watching the flocks by shepherds? night. Shepherds? I'm being sent to shepherds? Why can't I go like wake somebody up and like mess them up in their dream or something? Why do I have to go to shepherds? Shepherds? Who's going to ever believe anything that the shepherds say? Are you suggesting you will turn down this assignment? I mean, I mean, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take the assignment, but shepherds are weird, man. And you can smell them from a mile away. What's the message anyway to them? Behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. How are all the people of the world going to hear from these shepherds? How? Don't question God, okay? okay? And please stop interrupting. Okay, I apologize. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Oh, man, this may cause another tear eruption. I don't know. Don't you dare start crying. This is good news. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Fear not. I've got this. Oh, I like what you did there. Just get going. You're a little late. Okay, peace. On earth. Okay, bye. Wait, wait. What? I need your name for the record. Uh, my friends mostly call me Bubba. Angel Bubba sent to earth. Wait, Bubba, I'm not putting that in the record book. Yes, Lord? I do think the speech is going quite well, actually. 
What's his name, you ask? Well, I mean, it isn't really, this night really isn't about the name of your son. Let's just let the record show that the angel of the Lord appeared to the shepherd. What's that, boss? Oh, yes. I guess they, I guess they do look sore afraid. Okay. Yes. I'll send in some backup, Lord. Uh, no, I don't think the world is quite ready for Angelica. Um, how about the heavenly host? They've been warming up for about 600 years and should be ready. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right away, sir. Okay. Yes. Love you too. Yes. You do rock. Okay. Bye. I think I'm going to be getting a demotion after all this. Help me, baby Jesus. That's all, folks. Not really. Now for the reading of Luke 2. Hear God's holy word. In those days, a decree went out from the Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This is the first registration and was taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. And while they were there, a time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel with the angel, a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. And so they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. And when they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen, as it had been told to them. May the Lord add blessing and understanding to the reading and hearing of His holy word. Let us pray. Holy God, we thank you for this extra special night. We thank you, God, for the gift of your Son to the earth. And we thank you, God, that from the beginning, you have broken down expectations and roles from humanity. We thank you, Lord, that your message was sent to lowly shepherds. 
We thank You, Lord, that that message has continued being spread for the last 2,000 years, that it reaches us once again this year. Please allow this story, Lord, to be born anew in us. And we say all this in the name of Your Son. Amen. Most of what I want to talk about tonight is the shepherds, really. You may have picked up on that theme. But the shepherds are a character of people that we've kind of romanticized over the years. We've tried to make them something that's really special. But the coolest part of this story is that they were almost outcasts in their own society. The fact that we had a shepherd king in both Saul and David is shocking enough. If you think back to those Old Testament stories, it was crazy that God brought the shepherds into being a king. But yet when we look at the story of Jesus, we go back and we remember that God had done that. And so we just think that shepherds are really radically important. The truth of the matter is they were probably the kids that get made fun of in school. They couldn't read. They probably couldn't pass the test to be rabbis. They couldn't catch fish. Their, their families probably had long since been shepherds. Their dads had never been part of the house. They were always out in the fields with, with their flocks. And so people really didn't respect the shepherds at all. And so the most beautiful part of this story to me is that God could have sent a message directly to King Herod. God could have found the Magi who were on their way. God could have spoken to the Caesar in Rome or the governor Quirinius in Syria. God didn't choose to reveal God's self to somebody in power. God chose to reveal God's self to the lowest of the low. And any of us that have ever experienced a time in our life where we've thought, I'm just not good enough, I'm not, I'm not able to do all the things that I think God wants me to do, look no further than the challenge of the shepherds. They couldn't believe that God erupted through an angelic presence into their lives either. They were afraid, they were terrified, and they had to be sung into a soft acceptance by more angels. My challenge to us tonight is, in the same way that the shepherds were excited to speak about Jesus, this Christmas season, let's carry with us that same excitement, that same energy, that same sense of awe, Let us go into the world proclaiming Jesus Christ is born today, the Savior of the world. And let us do that in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. Now let us stand and declare what we believe in the recitation of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. And He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Catholic Church the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. It's now time for us to continue our worship by the giving of our tithes and offerings. 
Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, we thank you for the many gifts and the blessings that you have given to us in this life. Father God, as we return a portion of these gifts to you now, we ask for your wisdom and for your courage to use these in a manner in which you see fitting. All this we ask in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. We come now to a time where we lift our prayers together as a community of faith, so let us pray together. Holy God, on this special night, we thank you so much for what you gave us so long ago, for the promises that were fulfilled. We thank you, Lord, for the waiting that your people of Israel have done for so many centuries. We thank you, Lord, that Christ has opened the door for those of us not born of Israel to be part of your covenant people as well. We thank you for the work that the shepherds provided the earth. We thank you, Lord, for all those who have said yes to Jesus prior to our yes. We're mindful, Lord, of Mary's yes and Joseph's yes to Mary. We thank you, God, for this amazing story. And as we go to rest this evening, Lord, let us rest in the comfort and knowledge of your peace. We pray, God, for your peace on earth. We pray, Lord, that one day humanity will not raise up arms against each other. We pray for a day, Lord, where no one will pray for their daily bread because it will be provided. We pray, Lord, for a day where joy is the order of the day. We pray, God, for our president, for the leaders of our nation. We pray for our state and local leaders. We pray for our sisters and brothers in Christ who gather to worship this evening out of fear of persecution and suffering, imprisonment, or even death. Lord, their silent night is quite literally silent. But we pray for them even though we don't know them by name. They are our kin. And because we are a community of faith, we pray for those who are seated to our right and to our left, in front of us and behind us. We thank you, Lord, for the little children who came this evening. We know, God, that you are a God who welcomes the little children unto him. We thank you, Lord, that this is a church where children are so vitally important. We ask, God, that their Christmas wishes are able to come true this evening. We thank you for the gift of their excitement and their joy. And God, now as we are bold to say, we pray the prayer together that your Son taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. As we come to this time of worship, we ask that you prepare yourselves for the candle lighting. Uh, just as a reminder, the light will come to you. Uh, we don't dip the lit candles, uh, we dip the unlit candles so we don't get Mike upset at us for spreading wax all over the church. Okay? Grab your candle and let's prepare to sing Silent Night. And if you're close to a light switch, flip it off.
I'm excited to be the first person to get to say to you, Merry Christmas. I'm thrilled that you were able to be here with us this evening. We hope that you celebrate with friends and family, but also remember to share this light of Christ with the world. We may be the only Christ that that person ever knows. So let us do so humbly, but also thankfully with much grace. Now receive the blessing of the triune God, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. May he be with us all until we meet again, either here or his glorious kingdom come. Amen and amen. Happy Christmas.